0: You're listening to Pirate Cat Radio, KPCR-LP, 101.9 FM in Santa Cruz.
1: You, you, you can holler, you can applaud, you can scream, you can do anything you want. I can't hear you anyway. <laughs>
0: Very excited to have Cameron S. Mitchell back uh, to Salt Lake Dirt so so fast. It was um, such a blast talking to him for Slamdance 2023. Uh, short film Elsa did like wonderfully up there. Uh, I heard a lot of positive things and I, I love the film and you can go back and listen to that episode. But Cameron reached out and with a very cool project uh, that I want to make sure everyone is aware of right now. Uh, so he, and you'll give us all the details, but there's a short film kryptonite that you made and it's part of the Easter seals disability film challenge. So, uh, Cameron again, welcome to the show and, um, thanks for, thanks for telling me I'm a big fan of your work. So, um, like I said, I love, I love talking to you, uh, tell us about this film and and the challenge. Um, it seems like you were under some time constraints to get this one done. And it's, I mean, I loved it. It's an, it's, it's an incredible short so tell us about it.
1: Yeah. So uh, the mo- the first and foremost, thanks for having me back. Uh, you're one of my favorite shows to be on. I just think you do some of the best interviewing in in independent film. It's uh, so always an honor to be here. Um, yeah. This project is such a, a departure for me in some ways. Uh, Going back to my roots, I like to say my music roots, because uh, I started. Little known fact, I started as a musician. Uh, I had a, a band in Chicago, indie band that I was a, a frontman of indie rock, kind of like Pixies type stuff. And um, then I found film. And so when uh, I was told that Shanice, the r singer, was interested in doing uh, a short film for the Easter Seals uh, Disability Film Challenge. Uh, and that they wanted me to direct. I was just like, absolutely. Uh, sign me up. I'm there. You know, uh, who doesn't love? I I love your smile. Uh, and, you know, all of her other amazing music. Uh, she's got so many good ones. I was actually just digging through today. Um, and she's got this great song about movies, actually. Oh, wow. uh, and she references uh, a, a bunch of old school 90s films uh, in the track. Uh, so I posted that with our our poster. <laughs> nice, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So you know, Shanice was attached, and that's all we knew, knew at this point, right? Wanted to do a film. the The Disability Film Challenge is a wonderful event. There's really nothing like it uh, out there. It's not your your mom's uh, disability uh, event, uh, I will say. <laughs> it's uh, it's very cutting edge. You're going to see stories like you see nowhere else in it um and that's always like the challenge right you got to make something that's compelling and real uh and not just a cop-out so we sat down and you know i sat down with Shanice, and then we also attached ryan lane um who it was a main uh cast and switched at birth he was also in veronica mars and iZombie. he's an incredibly talented actor a a deaf actor and Uh, We just started talking about, you know, what are your life experiences in music? And, uh, you know, obviously it was always going to be about music because it's Shanice. You know, we're not going to not do a project that's going to use all of her talents. Um, So, you know, we just got to talking, got everybody in a room and, you know, talked a bit about her experience in the music industry. And this story was born called uh, Kryptonite. And in five days, uh, from script to screen, we produced it. Uh and uh, you know, we had major backing from Zeiss. They gave us uh these crazy cinema lenses, the supreme radiances, they just came out with them. And uh, we had backing from Abel Cine too with an Alexa mini LF camera package for my camera nerds out there. <laughs> Uh, so incredible, uh, talent, incredible equipment. And, you know, I'd be remiss to not mention my incredible crew and my DP, Matt Smith. Cause Kyler, as you know, I like to direct in DP and on this one, I stepped back a bit from that because Mm -hmm. I figured, you know, it might help (laughs) (laughs) a, a five day crunch. Uh, And, you know, just as I kind of buried the lead here, the synopsis of Kryptonite is uh, two old flames that reconnect after being estranged for over two years. And one of them has a secret that will change both of their lives forever. So, you know, if that gives you any kind of context or idea of what this film could be about, considering the talent involved, it's it's quite a powerhouse five-minute trip.
0: Yeah, for sure. I loved it. And I think what's so cool is that like people can go can go watch it right now. It's on, you know, it's on YouTube. As are all the other films, um, I believe. So I'll, I'll make sure we have links to that, so you can you can watch Kryptonite and some of the other stuff as well. Such a cool! I've never I've never heard of this film challenge before, so it, it was cool to hear about it and just um, how accessible, like immediately it is to people. So uh, I'm just curious, when was? So is this is, this is happening right now? Maybe you can give us specifics about uh the dates of of when this like the real push for this is. Yeah, and, well uh, right. Yeah. It's
1: happening right now. I mean, by uh, by the time this airs on the radio, we'll be out of the awareness uh challenge period, which is through the 17th. Um, but if you happen to be reading or listening to this beforehand, you're like, watch, listen, really counts. Um, so, you know, be sure to pop on by YouTube or Facebook or Instagram and uh, find us on the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge, uh, YouTube, Facebook, etc. Uh, and yeah, this is the 10th year for this film challenge. And uh, I may not have ever uh, told you this before on the show, but... The Disability Film Challenge is kind of what got me, it gave me a venue for the type of film that I do. So my first narrative short, The Co-op, you know, that was for the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge in 2017. And uh, I've made, this will be my third film that I've made for The Challenge. And, you know, it's the 10 10 year anniversary of The Challenge. Uh, So yeah, it's uh, it's really an incredible thing. Over they had a record-breaking amount of submissions this year. It's I think over 115 films uh have are are submitted this year. And there's a lot of incredible prizes and uh just things on the line here. Uh, Netflix, executives from Netflix supposedly watch every submission and the winners of the challenge and the nominees, I think, get to screen at Sony Studios in L.A. for all of the Sony executives. And there's cash prizes for the various categories, uh, you know, two thousand dollars for best director. Ah, uh, best film, best awareness campaign. It's just an incredibly supported competition, and my hat goes off to Nick Novicki, the comedian, actor, and founder of the Disability Film Challenge. He's an incredible guy, and you know you might see him on CNN or uh, even hosting the Golden Globes. So uh, he's he's really out there.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, this is this is very cool. I love, um, like I said, I love the accessibility of it. It's it, like, it's there. So, um, I'm going to share it. I love it. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of your work and, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching the other films too. I and mean, it looks like there's some great stuff out there. Um, yeah, I, I guess maybe we could just kind of wrap up since, you know, we're, we're kind of on a tight, um, time frame here, but just so five days, uh, I don't know how much you could talk about it, but just f- to put out anything, you know, especially something of quality and like, good, good work. I can't imagine what a typical day looks like with you and your, um, your cast and your crew. Uh, how, like, how do you even begin to manage what what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? I mean, I guess you, the time frame, the crunch helps to, you know, you, you kind of have to cut different things and, and forego stuff, but I, I'm just kind of, really interested in these, in these challenges where you are on such a tight timeframe, like how do you, how do you budget your time? How do you schedule? How do you make it work?
1: Yeah, well, meticulously is the answer. (laughs) Uh, and I've learned that over time. Uh, granted when I did the co-op, that was very meticulous too. Uh, but there's always things that go wrong last minute locations that drop. Uh, You know, various things that will always pop up. Uh, Thankfully, well, this year's version of that was we actually had uh, Russell Harvard attached, uh, who was in There Will Be Blood. And um, we lost him at the last second because of, um, you know, for some personal reasons. And uh, we were so lucky to find Ryan Lane, uh, who I really can't speak highly enough. His acting chops are just incredible. And, uh, you know, they they were both a dream to work with. It was Shanice's first time, I think, doing narrative. And uh, she smashed it out of the park, you know. Uh, and so it was just meticulous planning. We date. We, so day, it's day one through five, right? So day one, we just dedicated to rehearsal, uh, to, to writing, finishing the script and rehearsing because uh, there's. You know, it was, I think, four and two-thirds pages. And we easily ended up probably with a 10-minute film. And there's going to be a longer festival cut. So this isn't the last time you're going to hear about Kryptonite. It's going to have a full festival run, um, you know, and we'll see what happens with the outcome of the Disability Film Challenge Awards. Those are announced next month. But, you know, so day one rehearsal, day two and three we shot, and there's a strict... Uh, limit you hack you can only shoot for 12 hours it's uh you know the competition has collaboration and partnership from SAG-AFTRA um so you know it's uh it's a part of uh, working with them but also just in general i think i want to keep my sets to 12 on 12 off at maximum mm-hmm. i think it's a really important thing for the industry especially as we're coming up on these contract negotiations um, You know, and last time we almost had a strike and, you know, my union, Local 600, we had a signed petition with Roger Deakins on it and a, a who's who uh, demanding, you know, better work hours because it's crazy in the film industry. The the You'll work for 16 hours uh, and, and you won't bat an eye. It will be just treated like it's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so and if anyone's interested in learning more about that, there's a great doc online called Who Needs Sleep uh, that's <laughs> just interviewing, you know professional set workers about it. So yeah, day 2, 3 we shot, got through it. It was uh yeah, I it was it was tight, you know, uh we we had to keep going. There were things uh that we had to move on that weren't perfect, uh you know, but uh, I'm very grateful for my camera operator Jordan Sadler and steadicam operator. I think steadicam is a major asset to these challenges um because we were so crunched for time on the first day uh that We just started popping off like like mediums, you know, like static mediums on the Steadicam. And uh, that was a big part of helping us get our day back. And uh, yeah, and then we wrapped on day three and then went straight to post. Uh, and, And my original plan was to send the proxies through like the cloud to my editor so they could edit while we were shooting. That didn't work out uh so the editor kind of uh kevin kegham he kind of just cracked through it and by the next day we had a rough cut we sat down together got to a fine cut and a picture lock uh and then thankfully shanice already had a beautiful song that we got to put in the 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 video so we didn't have to worry about scoring necessarily and uh we we also got it into color so, <laughs> sorry, that was might be a bit T, TMI.
0: That's what no, that's what I I I, did, I mean, that's great. I was, I think when I when I see something like this, you know, it, I can't. I think I think what it seems like it, it it took you way longer to do to do this. I think it's so cool when uh you can you can put something together that quick. And I'm, so yeah, no, that's exactly what I asked. I was super super curious about how one even goes about that. But I guess you know working with people who are completely on board. And it sounds like you have you had a great team.
1: Joanne Dean uh, was teaching our crew all of these signs and how to communicate and make the set inclusive and welcoming to Ryan and our six ASL interpreters that were on the set during this. We had a huge ASL team. They were incredible. and one thing, you know, so they taught me, the director, some special signs like from the top is basically patting your head uh, rolling is like, you know, you, you you make you put like a your hand next to your eye, your left hand next to your eye and you roll your right hand like you're rolling a, an old fashioned like <laughs> bolex or crank camera. Uh, And uh, there were the blocking was fascinating, the the signs for blocking. I couldn't there were some of them that were so fast, I couldn't even pick up on them. But apparently because ASL is so spatial, it's not like English, right, or uh, a spoken language. Everything is relational. So when you say we, you use two fingers and the finger pointing towards the person in your space is them. And then the finger pointing towards you is you. Um, And so like they're able to communicate blocking in like uh, a quarter of the time that we can even try to attempt uh, to block something. So I would say like, can we like, you know, smidge Ryan to the left a little bit, maybe like three inches. And he would already be there because they were like, oh, yeah, just, you know, (laughs) they would sign like, you know, hop over here. Uh, And he would be there. Uh, And yeah, that that just blew me away. So, and also, Ryan was telling me about how, you know, in the military, this is why, like, the Marines have adapted sign as a way of nonverbal communication, because it's just quicker and more efficient. Mm. So it had me thinking, like, we should all learn ASL. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) incorporating it into our our daily lives because you know we're so we're so trying to get everywhere so fast and really asl is way faster it's more
0: efficient right oh that's great that's great
1: (laughs) and i just want to highlight joanne dean uh, and sign mation because she taught all of our crew asl how to sign their names how to say uh nice to meet you i'm signing it to you right now and uh among other things. And it just created this incredible, inclusive atmosphere on set. And on day two, I remember the set photographer, uh, his name is Raymond. He's deaf. He doesn't, uh, he didn't learn ASL because it was banned in his household growing up. And he came to me and he said that, you know, he was blown away that the crew was signing. And, you know, that just like hit me in the heart because, yeah, that team was incredible. That set was incredible to be on. And uh hopefully when you watch it, you can kind of see that that magic was there, you know.
0: Yeah, beautiful film. Um, Cameron, thanks so much for for being on again. Um we'll have you on the in the future uh during festival season when we can talk more like in depth about this. But yeah, I just want to make sure everyone's aware of the film Kryptonite. It's part of the Easter Sills Disability Film Challenge. Uh, Cameron, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. And, you know, uh, follow us on Instagram. Shanice's account is Shanice online. Mine is Cameron And uh And Ryan, Ryan Lane, if you just uh, search him, he's got a huge fan club. Uh, so uh, we're all very active there. So if you want to be a part of it and be a part of the journey, as we get to the festival circuit, now's the time. Get on early. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me.